Blog Talk Radio. Have to believe in yourself. Don't let nobody tell you what you can be. You got to believe in yourself. Yeah. And everything else will work out, you'll see. Uh, 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 you got to believe. Good day to you. You're listening to Andrew Morgan, the Goals Coach on the Goals Coach Daily Show, coming to you every day with a little bit of motivation, inspiration, some ideas, and some tips to help you to maximize your potential and to produce the outcomes that you desire in your life. This is a program that's brought to you by AboutGoals.com. That's AboutGoals.com. Go there and get some insights on what you can do to make things a little better and to to get that extra little boost whenever you need it. We have some upcoming events that you'll find on the website uh, over the next couple of days that you as a listener are invited to attend. Now, if you are tuning into this program for for the first time, let me tell you how this thing works. First, we start off by getting you prepared to receive a motivational, inspirational, insightful, and instructional tip through the program. And we do that by just getting our heads in the right place so that we get pumped and we get the most from everything that this 30 minutes has to offer. Today on the program, after we do that, we're going to continue our discussion on the topic of believing in yourself. The secret to believing in yourself, the question on the table is, is it possible, is it possible that a lack of belief in yourself is the thing that's stopping you from producing the results that you want in your life? Think about that for a moment. But let's right now go ahead and get your head right for the program, and we get your head right for the program by doing a little bit of question and answer. I ask the question, you give the answer. The question that I want to ask you first is, how do you feel? The answer is, repeat after me, I feel great. How do you feel? I feel great. How do you feel? I feel great. How do you feel? I feel great. How are you showing up today? I show up with bold purpose and certainty. How are you showing up today? I show up with bold purpose and certainty. How are you going to interact with your clients? How are you going to interact with your coworkers? How are you going to walk into the office? How are you going to walk into your home? How are you going to move about in the world today? You're going to show up how? With bold purpose and with certainty. Do you know where you're going today? Do you know where you're going? If you don't, don't tell me you do if you don't. And going the same place that you went yesterday is not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about when I ask you if do you know where you're going is I'm asking you if you have clear If you're clear, you're focused, and you're locked in on the targets that you've set for yourself today. So do you know where you're going to? Yes, I am clear, I am focused, and I'm locked in on the targets that I have set for myself today. Are you going to let anything stand in your way? Are you going to let anything stop you? No, man, I am unstoppable. I am unstoppable. Repeat after me. I am unstoppable. Are you going to let anything distract you? No, I am unstoppable. Are you going to let anyone or anything change your positive attitude today? No, I am unstoppable. I am unstoppable. Now, if you repeated the words that I've shared, and you've done it with enthusiasm, and you brought it in from the bottom of your heart to the top of your throat and let the world hear those things, then you are ready, my friend, for the Goals Coach Daily Show. Today's thought is the moment you really believe that you will succeed no matter what happens in life, that's the moment that you become unstoppable. 
The moment you really believe that you will succeed no matter what happens in life is the moment you become unstoppable. That's today's thought, and it ties in with our topic today. Before I get into that, though, I do want to give just a couple of shout-outs just to share my appreciation for those who listen to the program and who give me feedback and, and support. And, and for those who follow me on Twitter, um, if, if you don't, if you didn't know, if you're coming to this thing from someplace other than Twitter, if you're coming to the program from from someplace other than Twitter, I have about 77,000 people or so who uh, follow me on Twitter. And what I my interest in being on Twitter is to just share that thought, that idea, that tip uh, throughout the day that someone comes across and go, wow, I really needed that. Thank you. And uh, so for all those who are following me on Twitter, I appreciate you. I appreciate uh, the retweets, the many retweets that uh, that you you share with with those who are following you. I appreciate the the referrals uh, when on, on Follow Friday when you're encouraging those who are following you to follow me. So I want you to know that I definitely definitely appreciate you and the energy that we create back and forth is something that is mutually beneficial to the two of us. So just a quick shout out to a few folks on Twitter uh, who I've had an opportunity to interact with more directly, some uh, by uh, coaching sessions that I've done with them, others just by email and, and on. I want to say, uh, give a shout out to Pam in the UK. Hey, Pam, how you doing? Uh, Robin on the West Coast. She she retweets the messages that I put up throughout the day, and I appreciate that. Uh, Tristan, Tristan Bishop in Orlando, Florida. Um, the bishop, the knowledge bishop, is his uh, his identifier on on Twitter. Uh, Tristan, how you doing? Anne Marie in Rhode Island. Uh, Zarina Trinidad in in uh, Utah. <laughs> AJ in South Bend, Indiana. Don Omar Rodriguez doing his thing in the financial markets out there. My uh, my new good friend. Uh, we, we've uh, had some back and forth a couple of times, encouraging each other. So, Don, how you doing? Want to give a shout out to you, Melissa in the Lafayette area. How you doing, Melissa? Jim in Tulsa. Uh, Melissa Joy. And, and I, I don't know where Melissa Joy is. She's, she's in the subconscious mind, so she's in a good place. Melissa, how you doing? A quick shout out to you. Appreciate you, uh, Jimmy. How you doing, Jimmy? Is uh, someone we've had on the program before, and and uh, she is a she's had she has an incredible story uh, as it relates to some changes that she's made in her life and how she's been able to do that. So you can go back to the early early archives and and uh, and get uh, get a copy of that, uh, or I'll actually post a, a link to her website um, sometime on someplace on the the dashboard at Blog Talk. So Jimmy, how you doing, Zach Champ? Hey, guys, how you guys doing? Appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. So that's a quick shout-out from the Ghost Coach. I'm a Ghost Coach daily to those who he considers to be his friends. And we all need friends. You got to have friends. Let's get into this topic here, all right? Let's talk about belief. This is a continuation of uh, of yesterday's show when we talked about uh, belief and and the impact that believing in yourself can have on your success it's a subtle thing. It's a very subtle thing, as we discussed yesterday. You know, we don't start out not believing in ourselves. We don't start out not believing in our ability to to reach a goal. But somewhere along the line, events and, and uh, sometimes some of the missteps and mistakes that we make or, you know, we start out and we're, we don't produce the result that we wanted to produce in the time in which we imagined we would produce it. And we then begin to to doubt ourselves. We begin to, to that 
fear sets in. And yesterday we talked about some things that you can do to identify your level of belief. One thing that you can look at is is your deservability. You know, deservability is just uh, it's it's what you feel you deserve as it relates to the goals that you have. You know, and, and deservability is a good indicator of your belief because, quite frankly, if you don't believe you deserve something, uh, that that lets you know right there that you you're not believing in your ability to produce it. So, you know, that's the question that we asked yesterday. Just think, think about your goal and and you know and and just you know ask the question. I mean, do I deserve that which I desire? Do I deserve the stuff that I'm working on? Do I deserve to run a million dollar business if you're if you're growing your business? Do I deserve to be fit? Do I deserve to be healthy if you're working on your body? Do I deserve uh, healthy relationships? If, if you're working on the relationship area of your life, or do I just feel like I get what I get? And, you know, that's one of the things, it's one of the challenges that we, we sometimes have is that we just settle because we don't really, at the in, in our heart of hearts, we don't really believe that we deserve more than what we're getting. See, people who have a, who have a, a high belief or who, who believe in themselves, they believe that they deserve the best of the best in, in those areas, in whatever area of life we're talking about. They they believe that they deserve the best of the best in terms of the things that are around them. They believe that they deserve the best of the best as it relates to um, relationships and, and business and things such as that. So when you can increase your belief, your your belief in yourself and in your ability, you then have, you, you shift yourself from uh, someone who is willing to just settle for whatever life throws their way to someone who has the wherewithal to then do what needs to be done in order to create the results that they want in their life. And we all start out with that. You know, it, the uh, the Randy Gage, uh, who's a, a speaker, and uh, Randy does a lot of stuff on on prosperity consciousness and and your awareness of you know where you are as it relates to uh, the beliefs and the ideas and and the the core beliefs and values that you have as it relates to your your financial independence. And Randy drives uh, sports cars, he uh, Vipers, and I think he has a, a few others. But, you know, he pointed, he points out that whenever he pulls up to a light, you know, he'll pull or when he pulls up to a light and there's a minivan filled with kids uh, and, it, you know, the kids are looking out at the Viper and, and they're like, wow, wow. Ooh, and they and they look at it and go, that's my car. I'm going to get that's, that's what I'm going to drive when I when I grow up. And, he, and Randy points out the interesting fact of the matter is, though, that, you know, Vipers and Lamborghinis and Ferraris, those high-end sports cars are not the number one bestsellers. Although most children, most kids uh, will will tell you that's what they're going to have when they grow up. You know, they're not going, you know, when I grow up, I'm going to have a minivan. No, they're envisioning the best of the best. And And as they grow up, though, something changes. You know, Randy points out, he says, you know, it's interesting because dad's never the one, the dad's never the one looking at the car going, ooh, that's what I'm going to get when I grow up. The dad's already grown up. Dad already knows what he's going to get because he has what he's going to get, and he's settling for what he has. 
And he said, you know, and, and that was his point, you know, it, it, you know, those, those high end cars, those those super luxury cars, the best of the best is not what makes it to the to the the uh, number one seller list as it as it relates to automobiles. It's some more practical uh, cars, you know, Honda and Toyota and things like that. I'm not saying anything about bad about Honda or Toyota, but it's just interesting the the to look at the fact that you know as kids we have this hopeful expectation of a life that will provide everything that we want. And then as we grow up, we begin to kind of drop some of those ideas. We begin to uh, we, we begin to kind of scale back our dream until we get to a point where we just settle for what we have. And And a big part of that is that as a child, you believe beyond belief. As an adult, we become "quote unquote" realists, and and our belief in ourselves and our ability to create those out, the the outcomes and the the results that we want in our life begins to waver a little bit. So if you're in that place where you know you're working on something, and hopefully you are, you have something that you're reaching for, you have something that you're working on that's bigger than you, than who you are right now. You are you are in the process of becoming a better you. And it's not about the material things that you may accumulate along the way. It's really about you maximizing your potential. It's really about you not settling and not sleeping on the the potential that's within you. So if you're in that place where you are sleeping on a little bit, where you're you're sleeping on it a little bit, then then let's let's take a look at that and let's change. You know, this is a program, as I say every day, this is a program that focuses not on what you know, but what you do. See, I'm talking to people right now. There are people who are listening right now who they've read all the books, they've been to the seminars, they bought the tapes, they know this stuff. They have someone who's telling them this stuff, and yet they're not producing the outcomes that they want in their life. And so if you're in that place, let's just for a minute not focus on what you know. Let's focus on what you're doing, because it's what you're doing that's producing what you're currently getting. And if you want to get more, if you want to be more, if you want to have more, then you have to you have to do something differently. You have to take different actions. Just that simple. You know, I mean, there, there are a lot of complex ways to look at this, but I'm going to simplify it for you. Basically, you get what you get because you do what you do. If you want to change the outcome, if you want to change the results, then you need to do something differently. Not something, not an occasional uh, doing, but you need to consistently, you need to routinely do something different. And that's what we're going to, that's what we're, that's what we're doing right here. We're 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 uh, we're enlightening for the purpose of identifying some things that you may want to do differently in your life to produce a different outcome. So if that's where you are, look at the deservability factor. Ask yourself: Do I really believe? And be honest with yourself: Do I really believe that I deserve the outcomes that I'm trying to produce in my life, or am I just feeling as though you know this is as good as it's going to get? And and you know that's someone else out there. You know it's someone else who can who can uh, reach the top of the industry. It's someone else who can become a, a, a national or an international brand. That's not me. That's someone else. If that's where you are, then then let's talk about some things that you can do to change. That one thing that I want you to do in the exercise we shared yesterday is to grab a pen and a piece of paper and to write 
the words, I deserve, insert your goal, because. And and so, for instance, I deserve to um, to become a national brand in my industry, or I deserve to earn $50,000 in my business this month because, whatever that goal is, because, and then write out the reasons why you deserve it. Now, if you're unable to come up with some very specific reasons why you deserve it, then then that might be an indication that you need to begin to affirm that, um, th- those positive reasons why you deserve it. Sometimes it does, it's just a matter of the, the fact that where our focus is off. You know, we're doing some really good things to produce some really good outcomes, but our focus is not there. and We're not paying attention to the good that we're doing. You need to become aware of that because as you build and increase your deservability, you then begin to see yourself a little differently. Um, so, and, and the other thing that we talked about was looking at your persistence and, and your ability to persevere. If you're a person who changes goals from month to month, changes direction from month to month. If you're working on something this year that, that's brand new to your life and, and and the year before that you were working on something that's new and you're jumping around, check your belief, the, your, the belief that you have and your ability to produce that outcome. Sometimes we move from one goal to the other because we really don't believe that we can accomplish the goal that we have. We started out thinking that we could, but along the way we lost we lost faith and we lost uh, belief in our ability to to produce that that outcome. So that's another thing to look at if you if you're jumping around, then that might be an indication that you are. Let's talk about some solutions on this program. You know, um, one of the things I always encourage you to do is to always focus on the solution, not the problem. Um, focus on the solution, not the problem. I can't say that enough because when you focus on the problems in life, the problems will grow. Your thought energy has the ability to expand whatever you focus focus it on. So if you focus on the problem, there's a problem, there's a problem, I can't do this, I can't do this, we don't have this, we don't have this, I need this, I need this, I don't, I can't, I got, da, 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 da. If you focus on the problem, that problem's going to grow. What you need to do is to accept where you are, simply accept the reality of where you are, and then begin to look for solutions and focus on the solution. Become a student of the solution to the problem. So, you know, what are some of the things that you can do? Affirmations, we know this. We know this. We may not always know why, but we know that we we need to that we should do the, the, we should do them. The power of an affirmation is simply the uh fact that it actually helps you to train your mind. You're you're going to think thoughts. That's just a given. You know, that little voice will will go on and on and on. Even as I'm talking now, you're probably hearing that little voice in your head. You will always think thoughts. Affirmations actually help you to kind of rein those thoughts in and, and to help you to take some control over the thoughts that dominate uh, your your mind. And so affirmations are, are, are a key thing. I was talking to a friend a couple of weeks back, and, and you know, she's, she's done affirmations before, and she didn't know, you know, what's a good affirmation. And, and, you know, I like to bottom line things. I like to really simplify things. You know, one of the best affirmations that I can think of and one that I use, actually, I, I learned it from Brian Tracy years ago. Um, it, it's It's the affirmation that I can. 
And I believe Brian said it as I think I can, and I just simplified it as I can. And and the reason why that's such a powerful affirmation is because even if you don't know what the answer is, affirming that you can will allow you to keep your eyes open to finding the answer. So just affirming I can, I can, I can, I can. And, and you know, there are times when that's really the only thought that you need to allow in your head. You know, if you're going through some difficult times or if you're going through challenges, it's the thoughts that you have as it relates to the stuff that you're going through that can put you in a funk. So you need to take control of those things. And and affirming I can is one clear way. I'll, I'll share a couple of other things that that um, that you can do. And I want to share it actually in the form of uh, the an excerpt from uh, the book The Adversity Advantage by uh, Dr. Paul Stoltz and Eric Weinmeier. And this is, you know, Eric is a is blind, and he uh, he lost his eyesight, lost his vision at a uh, when he was in middle school, I believe, in the ninth grade, going into the ninth grade. And he's done some pretty amazing things. Um, he's actually the only uh, blind person to climb the seven summits, um, uh, the the t- highest peaks on each continent. Um, So he he mountain climbs along with, you know, some other things. But I think some of his greatest accomplishments comes from the fact that he's a mountain climber and and he, you know, and he's blind. I mean, that's an amazing feat. I want to share with you an excerpt from um, from his book, because I think there's 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 some some points to that you can pick up from this. Um, And this is the book, The Adversity Advantage. It was. um, Okay, here it is. I've I've been preparing, and this is this is Eric speaking. I'd been preparing for this climb half my life. I had trained for two years, and I had surrounded myself with the best people I could find. I knew what to do, but what was about to turn me back was my own mind, cloudy with fear and doubt. To give myself a chance, I needed to clear my mind to still it like water. Everest, and he was climbing Mount Everest, like all mountains, had to be climbed step by step moment by moment. It was my job to focus on each step on each moment and to respond to each adversity along the way with clarity and resolve. So many lessons you can pick up just from that from that paragraph alone. You know, the goals that you're working on or goals that you have to reach step by step, moment by moment. And it's your job to focus each step and and to focus on each moment so that you can get that thing done. So that's a question right there. When you look at what you're working on, have you broken it down into some very manageable steps? Sometimes the reason why we don't believe that we can accomplish something is because we're looking at the whole picture. We're looking at we're looking at it um, into with a with a lens that's too wide. You know, you have to break it down into manageable steps and then accomplish it that way. Eric goes on to say, I knew there were many elements of the ice fall over which I had no influence, like random collapses, the terrible terrain, and the immense distance. But there were many more things I could control. Same thing with your goals. You know, there are a lot of things that are outside of your control, but there are many things that are within your control as you work towards your goal, when you focus on the things that you can control, you then begin to find the evidence to support the fact that you can do this one step at a time, one moment at a time. Uh, He goes on to say, I couldn't let my fate be determined by any outside force. I needed to take ownership of my own progress. 
I couldn't let today's adversity reach into every other aspect of the climb or allow it to contaminate the outlook of the whole team. The ice fall was just one stage, and I had to contain it. Last, I couldn't sucker myself into imagining that today's nightmare would endure for the rest of the climb. Although it was a mental wrestling match, I had to see the ice fall as a puzzle that could be solved. And that's how you need to look at what you're working on, your goals, your your dreams, the stuff that's important to you. It's a puzzle that can be solved. And if you, you affirm to yourself the I can, you begin to to open your eyes, as I said, to finding a way to solve it. You know, and that you, you will have the adversities along the way. Yes, you will have some challenges along the way. That's a part of it. That's a part of it. That's the stuff that's going to make you strong. That's the stuff that's going to teach you the best lessons that you can learn as it relates to the goals that you're trying to reach in the place that you're trying to get to. So don't worry about that. Just be prepared for it and and then and be ready to roll with it. Now, I'll share another another piece of this. Eric says on my second trip through the ice fall, and this is key. Chris Morris asked me how I was feeling about the expedition so far. Eric says, sometimes I honestly, this is what he told him, sometimes I honestly feel like I'm just going through the motions. Sometimes I feel like I don't have a chance. You know, now if you've been working on something and, and, and it's not happening for you or it hasn't been happening for you, you can probably relate to those words. Sometimes you feel like you're just going through the motions. Coming, Getting back down to the core beliefs that you have about yourself and about your ability will make a difference. You don't want to just go through the motions because nothing is worse than doing what you're supposed to do and not getting the results that, you, that you're that you supposed to get from it. Because at that point, you begin to blame who? Yourself. You begin to go inside and you begin to go, wow, it must be me. It must be me. This works for everyone else. But when it comes to me, I'm just, I just don't have what it takes. Now, you may have some, uh, you may have a way of, 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 boosting yourself up when those thoughts come, but if they if they continue, if they persist, that becomes your dominant thought. That becomes your dominant thinking. And then you begin to believe that everyone else has something that you don't have. And that's the reason why you can't why you can't succeed. That's a belief that you need to change. Um the, the to continue Eric says, you know, what he said was um you know sometimes I feel like I don't have a chance. And then what what the uh, what Chris Morris said, the other person on the climb was, then you don't. And then Eric says there was silence. Those three words affected me like a punch in the gut. After that, on rest days at base camp, I'd sit outside my tent and force myself to envision myself on the summit. I'd touch the snow under my gloves and hear the serpa flags blowing in the wind. I'd taste the empty air void of oxygen and humidity. I'd feel the tears welling up as I celebrated with my teammates and would suddenly be energized by the triumph I believed would come. See, visualizing what you're, where you're going uh, is a way to counter the negative visualization, which is what worry is. And when you stop believing in yourself, when you stop believing in your dream, what's happening is that you have a vision of a negative outcome that's, that, that's playing over and over and over in your head. And the way that you get past that is by taking control of your thoughts. It's by it's the affirmations. It's the visualization. You know, create a vision board. If you don't know what a vision board is, send me an email. I can tell you a little bit more about that, or we'll cover it on a future show. Um, drop a comment, and 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 you know, we can cover that as well. But vision boards are just just basically a a board that has images 
that are consistent with where you want to go and, and the results that you're trying to produce in your life. And the idea is that you look at your vision board for the purpose of envisioning yourself in that place. Because when you see yourself in that place, again, your mind is open to the opportunities and what needs to be done in order to get there. If you can't see yourself in that place, then your mind is closed to it. Your mind is closed to it. You know, when it comes to self-belief, it's also important to realize that how we or who we believe we are has a lot to do with it. There was a study in, uh, in the University of Chicago, and they were testing the idea or the theory um, of, of, you know, do incentives work? And what they were trying to, to determine was if they paid uh, high school students an incentive, could they basically – increase get them to increase their test scores by offering them a reward and what they offered was $50 for each month month that they kept their grades up so if you were a student and you were in this study you got $50 for every month that you kept your grades up that's a good incentive and and um there was one and then there was also an opportunity to win $500 and uh, in a lottery in a drawing and and get a ride home in a uh, in a Hummer. Well, there was one student who had really poor grades. You know, he had E's and four E's and two D's, and he said yes, he was going to do this because the incentive, the reward was high. In the end, he did not do it. His grades actually got worse. And in the end, what happened was he fell back into his old self-image. He saw himself as a class clown, and he actually said, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let anybody bribe me for my social life, pay me for my social life. I like being a class clown. I'm just gonna be the class clown." You see, how you see yourself determines how you think about yourself and what ultimately you do. So it's important for you to build that image, to have a positive self-image, to have a positive image of who you are and where you're going. You have to see yourself as that person who's trying to get to the stuff that you're getting to. That's our time today. Tune in tomorrow. We're gonna, you know, I, I, this is about motivating and, and providing some inspiration and some tips and some insights to help you to get to the place that you want to get to. Send me some comments. You can either send them on Twitter or you can send them, you can post them directly on the Blog Talk Radio site. This has been Andrew Morgan encouraging you to believe in yourself to believe in yourself, and don't let anybody tell you what you can't do. I took that straight from Nellie's song, Self-Esteem. I want you to know that, uh, th that the world is a better place because you're in it. All you have to do is to make sure that what you do today is an affirmation of that truth. I'll talk to you tomorrow at the same time. You have yourself a wonderful day, and make something happen. Make something incredible happen. And everything else will work out, you'll see. Uh, 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 you got to go. believe in yourself. Yeah, yeah. Don't let nobody tell you what you can't be. Nobody.